0: Welcome to the Spiritually Intimate Podcast, a podcast exclusively for people who wake up every morning, meditate, do yoga, and spend the rest of their day saving baby whales. <laughs> Not. The Spiritually Intimate Podcast is for women who boldly pursue love, success, and a higher vision of life for themselves and those that they influence. We're your hosts, Andrew Crowder and Blair Dreesen. Join us for unfiltered, unsupervised, and possibly unsubstantiated conversations about when spirituality meets life, love, sex, and career. Let's go to the show. You guys were just dying over the fact that we're more gushing, like just gushing over the fact that we're talking about planning... States to go to Italy to see the production begin on the crystallette so if you guys have pre-ordered your crystallette and you've been waiting so patiently like beyond what we could ever ask for number one thank you again for the millions time and number two Blair and I were just talking about the last two days like I went on I went social media dark for two
1: days and the internet broke while I was gone <laughs> I that was so <laughs> funny um I that was pretty meetings. funny. So I was like, if you're gonna pick a day to not be on social media, I guess that's the day. But I we started joking around more that it was because if Andrea can't be on social media, then nobody can.
0: Nobody to. <laughs> Everybody's on restriction from Facebook and Instagram. No, but I was just I started to help Blair, and I was like, I'm just gonna hit record because I feel like I want to talk about all this on the podcast. But like, I had such like this great time to kind of detox and give myself space that I just felt my emotions even differently over the last two days. Like Gratitude felt deeper and richer. And I just remember kind of laying there thinking, I took a nap yesterday, a really fucking glorious two-hour nap. And I just laid there before I fell asleep. And I was just obsessing over so many things that I prayed for for so long. And it's so easy when you're an achiever to kind of bulldoze through because that's just the way you do. You just like get shit done. And I really had an opportunity to fully fucking relish in some of the things that we have achieved and created. And it was so nice to feel like the richness of that gratitude so deeply and and like a prolonged way because normally it would be like, It's almost like gratitude becomes a checklist as a spiritual entrepreneur, and I don't want that for my life. And I realized that was a big aha moment was I really fully need to make space for just thinking and just being and really feeling into gratitude, not just as a checklist, but because it's so rewarding, it feels so good. It's like such a gift to really feel the gratitude of where you are and what you've achieved. And even if you haven't like built big businesses, like maybe you prayed for a baby for so long and like just to relish in that moment of like being a mother or to relish in being a wife or to relish in having like buying your first home or, you know, uh, saving up for something for a really long time and like finally getting to buy it and how like newness can wear off so fast and
1: I mean, I have so many things to tell you, like ahas about like you know. No, I love where you're you're heading with this because it was it was this morning. Well, it was w- funny because like as you were doing certain things, I feel like I was shifting through s- different things as well, and so we can like definitely be talking about like all the things that were popping up for us. But when you started saying that, I was like, this was literally a download that I received this very morning. I just I sat down next to the fireplace and I was like journaling. And it was getting in this space where I was kind of just like asking like what needs to shift right now for me to grow or what needs to shift or what do I need to let go to kind of uplevel more and expand and what came through. And I wrote a post about it this morning. It just said, it was like, you expanded, you've already expanded a lot in your growth. Like you've already come a long way. Like now is a time to just release and just be. And it's just that reminder that sometimes we're always looking for that next level, that next edge, that next thing. And we're not taking the moment to just sit and be with the work that we've done and where we are and just having gratitude for that. Like I was sitting there thinking of that, like, have I really sat here and had immense gratitude for the work that I've done up until this point? Have I really just felt into that? Or has it been more of like a check? Yep, I did it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Now what's more to shift? Where can I grow more? So like the minute you started saying that I was like, yeah, and we do that in all areas of our life, right? Where we're, we pray for something, want for something, and then we receive it. But then we're all of a sudden our our eyes dart to the next thing of, Oh, but what else is on the list of things to do and achieve?
0: Yeah. The previous prayer that used to be something that you felt like was going to be like completely changing your life then just becomes an expectation. Mm-hmm. And really, that's kind of where I was sitting at. And some of you guys are going to be like, you ungrateful bitch, when I tell you guys these stories. You can judge me all you want to, but just know your judgment is only hurting yourself. <laughs> 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 but I'm gonna be honest because, like, with new levels come new devils. And this is just the real deal. Like, as you as you expand, this is specific around money. And as you expand financially, I used to not even be able to comprehend what it would feel like to make $10,000 a month. And I remember, I think the most fulfilled I ever felt in my financial journey was my first $10,000 month. When I was making $10,000 a month, I was like, I could never make a penny more than this and I could be happy for the rest of my life. And then all of a sudden you can't. Right. Like because you want to mm-hmm. grow. We're growth seeking human beings. And it's like, okay, I've been here for a while. Now I do want to grow. And I was talking to Melissa Lapides, who was on episode 16. And she's my therapist slash energetic coach. And um, I was telling her, I was like, dude, I feel like I've been at this income level for a while. I've had so many again, like plug your ears if you guys don't like to hear money talk, if it triggers you. But if it triggers you, figure out why. And undo that shit, <laughs> handle your money issues, message me and I'll help you, I'll help you through it. But so I've had like a lot of $30,000 months and I've had one dollars month, but like, I haven't been able to jump into that consistently, but I've been able to have like really consistent. I looked at my income and I'm like, I made $34,000 in the first 14 days of March, but I was feeling like it wasn't enough. Not because I'm not grateful for that money, I am. But it just felt like I'm ready to grow now. I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to expand my frequency. And it just felt like I was stuck. Not like, poor me, I can't pay my bills. I'm very, very aware of how blessed I am. That's not it at all. It was just like, I'm ready to fucking grow. It feels, growth feels good new experiences feel good and i was just ready to expand into new experiences financially and i was telling melissa i was like i feel and the other thing was is i sometimes have this fear of like i'm going to make it and i'm going to lose it i'm going to make it and it's going to go away we realized as melissa was doing energetic work around my my field and just looking at me from an energetic standpoint and even past lives i've had a lot of past lives if you guys believe in that i have a lot of past lives where um I have experienced trauma where like I would achieve in my life and then it would get ripped away from me. And she's like, the message that I'm getting for you, Andrea, is that you don't have to fear that that's going to happen to you in this life. Because what I was trying to explain to her, I was like, consciously and mentally, I know like my life is great. I've made great money. Like I have a great husband. I have healthy children, money. I consistently make money every single month. But I have this like cellular feeling that feels like it's trying to go the opposite way. And it almost feels like I'm in this like fight or flight mode. And she's like, she tapped into my energy and you could hear her start to choke up. Like she was feeling this like cellular feeling. And she's like, I feel like I want to sob right now as I'm tapping into you. It feels like there's this deep, deep trauma. So... As I was, as she was working on me from a vibrational standpoint, a lot that was coming up was just this like um, trauma that she was removing. And this is why I'm such a big fan of alchemy, you guys. Like the healing that we can do from an energetic standpoint replaces like years of therapy and talk therapy doesn't really do much for us. Not to offend anybody out there, if you're a therapist, like I. I just think like it's time to grow. We know that there's there's better and faster ways and like the subconscious healing that needs to happen, the vibrational healing that needs to happen. So she moved through so much for me in that session once we identified it, but she said that what she wanted to do, because what was happening is I was still taking such massive action, which for the most part is from like a very aligned state, but even in my cells, my cells were still feeling this like pull of fight or flight of like, I have to keep going or it's all going to go away. It's going to get ripped out from underneath my feet again. And that's why I think I've mentioned this on an episode before where, um, this podcast is so therapeutic, by the way. I'm like, I feel like I'm working (laughs) through so many issues as I explain all this to you guys. But I think I mentioned like back in December on Christmas, I was laying there and I was like feeling... some of the worst anxiety I'd felt in so long. And I'm like, I don't understand why I feel so pulled when I, like everything is fine in my life. Everything is moving forward. I can pay my bill. Like I shouldn't feel this like deep sense of fight or flight fear. It didn't make sense based off of what was going on in my life. And what we realized was it was just a cellular memory that my body was holding onto that I had to release. Mm-hmm. So she said, like, she's like, the vision that I'm getting for you, Andrea, is like, there's these coins that are kind of floating above you. And I loved, I don't know if you guys follow that account on Instagram. What's it called? Source Messages.
1: Oh my God. I love that account. Yeah, Source so Messages. So good.
0: If you don't follow him, go follow him. He's the bomb. Um, and so, what he posted on March thirteenth, so appropriately timed, he said, "Your opportunities will continue to make their way around until you're ready for them. What is divinely meant for you has no expectations. You, your chances aren't running or slipping away." And I don't need to read the rest to you, but like basically, what I was seeing is like she was saying, "I see these coins just floating above your head, but like you're you have a lid on; you, they can't like drop in yet." And at first I was like, okay, I have some money blocks somewhere. I thought I had really worked through this. Like I've gone through Amanda's money course. And what I realized was, is it wasn't actually a money issue. It was like a time and like energy issue because me working three businesses right now and running multiple social media accounts and caring for children and having, you know, a family that I still, you know, am very much present with and, I realized that I was energetically spread too thin and that I couldn't get the downloads that I needed to get because I was constantly going back and responding to this person. You know, somebody messaged you on Instagram and like, where'd you get your headband? Or like, where'd you buy that? And I want to answer all these questions because like, I love the connection and the community on Instagram. But what I was realizing is, is like all of those were spreading me so thin between the decisions that I needed to make for my business, for my children, for my marriage, what I needed to buy from the grocery store for life to like sustain life. And all of those, it was spreading me at such a thin energetic capacity. They couldn't receive more. So these coins are just floating me, floating above my head, like waiting to be able to drop until there's space for them. But I just didn't have space. And that was it. It wasn't like I don't believe that I can have more money it was just that it was like God saying I'm ready to scale your business but I can't do that because if I do you're gonna be answering 10,000 Instagram messages a day and there's just you don't have enough time in the day to do that and so I realized like okay I need to hire more help that's the first thing that I've did I've already interviewed someone and she's going to do like a little temp sash with me to see if like we're a good fit and if this all makes sense but I'm like okay. I need to start leveraging my time more so that God can scale my business, so that God can continue to scale and like help me grow creatively, financially, professionally, all of those things. So that was like one of the big aha moments, but it was really also one of those moments where when I laid there, as I was getting ready to take that nap, I realized I hadn't felt joy and gratitude at such like a condensed rich feeling in a long time. And it felt so good. I'm like. I need to really do some intentional work to make sure I have the space to feel that because otherwise, what the fuck is the point of all of this? If we don't stop to feel how good it feels to do it and to yeah. create it and to receive it.
1: <laughs> like, it's so true. It's so funny that you were, t- that, like I said, the experience that you were getting and these, like, these downloads that you started receiving, I told her like once she came back from her like mini sabbatical, I was doing some um, deep meditations with myself and just kind of like really just allowing myself to tap in to just like what needed to come through for me. And I had this meditation, like the day that you had decided you needed to like take a break, I had gone and done like a meditation after you and me had talked and... (laughs) Just so you guys all know, Andrea messaged me and she was not a big fan over her assignment at first. She was like, (laughs) I'm anxious. I'm like, it's two days, dude. I guess maybe that's the projector in me where I'm like, two days is not a big deal. Try feeling what sometimes feels like for me where I need like a solid week where my body's saying like, no more.
0: (laughs) That wasn't the fear. The fear was like, I had just done this deep womb healing that involved a Mm. lot of like, emotion and crying. And I honestly thought that was like what I was headed for. I thought that I was okay. like going to have to face these like really deep, this deep shit. And I'm like, this is going to be rough, but I'm just going to fucking do it. And like Melissa always said, she's like, you're one of the most down ass bitches you're just. Gonna have. And I was like, if I have to do it, I'd rather do it and rip the bandaid off fast. But yeah.
1: It was that you. experience
0: you for me. At first I thought I did it wrong and I was like, I didn't cry. <laughs> Although <laughs> Jeremy was home sick both the days and I was like, so looking forward to having like all that space to myself and not have somebody in my space when normally everybody's at work and school and he was home sick both
1: days. I was like, is this a joke, God? Like Why? <laughs> No, I have to commend you because I am proud of you because she was a little anxious about it. She was not a super happy camper. I could tell she was kind of in that little like, but I don't want to, but I'm going to do it <laughs> kind of thing. And I was like, I'm proud of you. You can do this. Like, and Who so wants to do the hard shit. Like, it's not <laughs> like, wants. yes, let me put this on my <laughs> list. I think I'm going to
0: ball my fucking eyes out all day. Funny story though, Madison and I on the first day, I still had to take Madison to her orthodontist appointment, which actually felt so just very fulfilling to me as a mother, which seems silly, but it was like, I wasn't worried about what I was missing or what I should have been doing. I was fully fucking present for an orthodontist appointment. Mm. That doesn't seem like a big deal to a lot of people. For me, that was a really big deal. And I was like, this feels really good. (laughs) I feel like I checked my block as like being a really good mom today. (laughs) And we even like went, we stopped at Trader Joe's to like, I was going to make, you know, dinner with the kids and like really be fucking present with like making meals with them and nourishing our bodies and all of that stuff. And Madison saw this big truck that said, Um, donate blood. And she's like, Can we donate blood? And I was like, I don't know if you're old enough, but if you want to go donate blood, let's go donate blood. I've actually never done it before.
1: So I never donate blood.
0: Yeah. So it was just happened to be there, and I'm like, I don't have anywhere else to be. (laughs) It's (laughs) not like I have shit on my to-do list right now. I'm supposed to be doing nothing. So we like went and donated blood and I was like, this is probably some super vibey blood. So I'm blessed to this blood. <laughs> like I've had some high vibes all day long from feeling so good. I'm like, whoever's going to get this blood is in for the ride of their life.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my gosh.
0: We were literally like praying over the blood, but Madison was so <laughs> pumped about that. She can't give blood until she's 16. She was a little disappointed that she couldn't donate, but... Like, what kid is, don't, is disappointed that number one, they can't donate blood? And then she looks at me with a fucking smile and excitement in her voice and she says, Mom, we should do therapy together. Oh, have some really great breakthroughs.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I love her.
0: Up so hard. I'm like, what 14 year old is like, let's go do therapy and have <laughs> emotional breakthroughs.
1: Oh my god! I should go out and like. When we're done recording, I'm gonna go ask Alyssa. She turns 17 tomorrow. Ooh, I'm gonna tell her that's her birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, bitch! Therapy. (laughs) I know. I'm gonna be like, so happy birthday. You're gonna go to therapy with me. She's gonna be like, fuck you.
0: That's a hard no, mom. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hard no.
1: So okay, so yeah, so Andrea messages me. She texts me. We lock it all down. I've set. Also, as a good little projector mama, I've set things in motion with everyone around us. If Andrea messages you, you tell her to stop. (laughs) (laughs) We all have to stand firm in this. Do not let her message you. It's good. (laughs) And then I went to go do a meditation and I, I told her about this when she came back. I was like, I had the most ridiculously powerful meditation after I had spoke to her. It felt like physical pain in my body like I've never experienced this part it literally it felt so hard like I almost like had to stop the meditation like I was like breathing so deeply because I was like oh my it hurts so bad it literally felt like bones maybe were breaking in my ribs and I know that doesn't sound powerful amazing but what came from that because I just leaned into it and I was like what's trying to come through here like why like, what is happening? And I started getting this overwhelming feeling of my body was literally needing to purge and release and let go. That the lower frequencies and the things that were stuck were like, it could not be in my body anymore. Like, so when you said, like, cellular level, like, that's what was, I felt that. I was like, on a cellular level, there is shit stuck in my body right now that was literally the thoughts I had so when you said that I was like shut up of course because that was literally what it felt like that my body was like we can't even have this in our system anymore and we need to purge it out and it was like physical pain I could feel it trying like exiting and it like literally squeezing out of my body and I remember coming out of the meditation and I just started kind of going into like a very like rhythmic Yoga stretching, and I just felt everything releasing out of my body, and I felt like so much weight had lifted off my body. And I just kept hearing release, 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 oh, I've release. Oh, it was a healing so fucking good, so That's
0: good. I thought I was going to go through, I thought it was going to be two days of like <laughs> that, but it. It just wasn't. I seriously was like, I didn't actually pass this assignment. Well, this is going to be pissed. I didn't <laughs> get an idea for a book, which like I haven't been, I've been asked a million times over the last probably five or so years, like, when are you going to write a book? And I'm like, mm, nope, not me. Nope. Andrea is a manifesting generator. She cannot focus that long to finish a big project (laughs) like that. I'm like, writing a book sounds like fucking torture, but I actually had this idea of like a compilation of stories that I didn't have to write all of them. And I was like, that's the kind of book I can write.
1: (laughs) That would be really good. And you would be so good at this. I've told you this before. Like, I feel like one of the, like your really strong qualities is that I'm sure you guys have seen this maybe of Andrew, if you haven't noticed this about her, she is like, she's a very good connector. She just seems to like meet the right people. And she just has all these like amazing stories. Like every time I talk to you about stuff, you just seem to connect with all these different people with all these different backgrounds or they pop up when you kind of need them. And you kind of like, you've leaned in and asked God to like, hey, can I have, I need somebody to help me here. And it's like, magically somebody will pop into our inbox on just the thing that we're looking for. And I feel like that's just what you put out, your energy, just like literally gravitates in the right people all the all the time. And I feel like that you yeah. would have so many stories to be able to fill a literally to fill a book.
0: I do have a very unique gift. I don't even know if it's a gift because I feel like anybody could do this, but I just have such a deep conviction and belief that... I attract high vibrational, talented, cool fucking people into my life.
1: Like you really do.
0: You could ask me, like, do you know somebody who could do this? I'm like, yep, yeah, I can connect you to this person. Do you know somebody who could do this? And like, it's all extremely high level talented people who are just really fucking cool to want to hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like even if
1: you don't have somebody on your list, you literally set the intention and it's like 24 hours later, she's manifested the person or even times where it's come into our our space where we didn't even realize we were going to need somebody in that genre or that expertise. And we're like, oh, well, this is really interesting. And then literally like weeks later, days later, whatever, we're like, oh, this is why this person has arrived.
0: Um, guys, so if you listen to our previous episode, we were, had Christiana as our guest. So we said at the end of the episode, we're like, I don't know if we were recording or this was after the recording. This might've been after, but we said something along the lines of like, we just have some stuff in the works with her. And we're like, we don't really know where this is going to go. It doesn't seem like mm-hmm. we have the full picture yet, but we love surprises. So let's just set the intention of it's just going to appear perfectly and magically, and it's going to be an awesome surprise the next fucking day, bitches. <laughs>
1: it was, it was like, the very next
0: day. We can't and tell you like, guys oh, what's going on, why. but it's major. It's fucking exciting. And I was like, oh my, on International Women's Day, PS. So let's just mark that on our podcast little journal that
1: it was- It still is one of those things when I think back on it, it's almost, you know, those things where you do, it almost doesn't even feel real. You're like, did that- actually happen. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. When I think about it, like, did that just actually happen? <laughs>
0: that's so good. So you guys literally like, I'll just, I want to take you guys through this process. Cause I don't want people to feel like, well, that's cool that she has that gift. Like, I'll just tell you what I do. So when it comes to manifesting, setting an intention and asking without worry. So it's, this is what it would feel like if you go on to let's say, um, any of your favorite websites. Let's say we're going to go buy a Chanel. We're going to chanel.com. You put your purse in your cart, you check out, you pay. And like, you just have this feeling of like, great, perfectly, it's going to show up. And you're not worried about it. You have this expectation that it's on the way. That's how you manifest. Like it's, you put in your order, and then it gets shipped and you just don't sit there and worry whether you're worthy enough or talented enough or good enough or whatever. Like you just know it's coming because you already ordered it. That's how you manifest in like the shortest, most simplistic way. Yeah. So when I am waiting for somebody to maybe like, we talked about this before when we started the manufacturing process, I'm like, oh my God, I need a mentor because this manufacturing, they say all these words that I don't know what they mean. And I just need somebody to explain what all this means. And I just went to bed that night and I asked God for a mentor and I woke up the next morning just looking in my inbox and somebody messaged me and they're like, I happen to have a lot of experience in manufacturing. If you ever have any questions, let me know. That just happens to me all the time because I don't worry whether it's going to come or not. I just have the expectation that I've put in in the order and it will show up and it's perfect timing. Sometimes it's super fast and sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but it always comes.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's super key is that, is that people get stuck in the, but it hasn't come yet. So obviously it didn't work. And it's like, no, it's, it's not that it didn't work. It just hasn't arrived yet. You have to continue staying in that faith of it's going to happen. It's like, if you place the order for the bag, maybe the truck just got delayed or whatnot, right? right? You're stuck in the, well, it's supposed to arrive on this time and it didn't. So obviously I didn't do it right. It's like, no, still coming, still have faith. You never lose the faith.
0: And it's always in perfect timing because there's stuff that we can't see. And one affirmation that I constantly have is I'm willing to let this be better than I can imagine because sometimes I can't even see how good it can be.
1: Yeah. Like the
0: whole thing with Christy, wait, yep. hear what's coming from. Him. I could have <laughs> never seen that.
1: <laughs> I know. I never could. Have. Well, the funny thing is, is actually now when I look at it, like, cause when I brought it up to Kyle, Kyle's kind of joking around. He's like, you've joked around about this though for forever. Yeah. I've made jokes about this. It makes so sense I was like, now, but like,
0: I couldn't have put that in my journal and said like, or put yeah. that on my vision board. No. I wouldn't have thought to.
1: No, I wouldn't have. It was more of like a passing joke that I've made. And so he's like, well, you obviously manifested it like jokingly. And I was like, well, I'll fucking take that like (laughs) any day.
0: (laughs) So the thing with manifesting though, is like, if you're focused on the, the lack of it, then you're in a state of lack and you're in a state of resistance of receiving. So if it's taking a while to get there, if you're constantly focused on it, it's not here yet. It's not here yet. I'm doing it wrong. It's not here yet. Like you're in a state of lack. If you're just not worried about it and you're in the state of expectation of like it's like you're going about your life as if it already exists within your reality, then it's coming and it will come in perfect timing for you. But be willing to let it come in ways that you can't imagine too. So, divine delays sometimes can be like so exciting. (laughs) Like we, oh, yeah, last week. So, and here, okay, I, for some reason, like I was thinking earlier, I feel like I need to say this. I see a lot of women who are trying to have children and you're having fertility issues.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: trust me, like Jeremy and I didn't get pregnant as soon as we wanted to. And while I did not have such an extended time of like waiting to get pregnant. Think about all the stories that we hear of, well, I got pregnant when we stopped trying. It's because people weren't in the state of feeling this intense desire when it's like so much, so intense that you would just cry because you want it so bad. You're in resistance.
1: Yes. That was the exact same experience I had with meeting my now husband. Yeah. Cuz if you guys don't know this, like I was married before to my oldest dad. We were together for 6 years, married for 4. I went through a very not so fun divorce and post divorce. It was really painful and it was really nasty at times and I remember and then I I was in a relationship after that that wasn't necessarily like the best. And healthy circumstance. It's not like he was like a bad guy. He was a really like nice guy. It just wasn't like the right fit for me. And I remember after that relationship, and I was just in this space of like, I just I've been through this divorce, and then I, I bounced into this relationship that just wasn't really right for me. And I just started wanting to go back out, and I started dating again, and I really wanted to find the right guy. And I was feeling like my time was ticking because I was inching closer to like thirty, and Alyssa was eight years old at the time, and I'm thinking. I need to like find another guy and like get married and like settle down because I want to have another baby. And if I don't do it soon, like, you know, all these things. And I started freaking out, freaking out. And I remember I was just going on like the worst dates ever. It was just like a nightmare and things just got kept getting worse and worse. And I started freaking out thinking, no, who's going to want to date me when I have all this baggage is what I started to feel. And then I remember it was that click. It was that shift right there where I just released this expectation of, I have to find the guy, I have to do this. And I really went inward. I was like, I'm going to work on me and I'm just going to take care of me. And it was like within weeks of me making that, like I met Kyle and the minute I met him, I knew I was like, this is so different. And it was just because I shifted my energy.
0: Totally. Your baby already is like exists at a soul level is waiting for you. Your yeah. perfect partner is already out there waiting for you to become a vibrational match for them. But it's like when you're in the state of s- focusing on and it's almost like, I, pr- I heard someone describe it before, like when you're super thirsty, if you feel so thirsty that you're just like ravenous for water and like you just need it so bad, you're in a state of resistance of what you want. But if it's like you're Thirst is completely quenched, and it's like, I could have some water or I could not. Like, you're really in more of a state of allowing, but yeah. Anyway, somebody needed to hear that today. So, so let me tell you guys, like, what my assignment was for Melissa. And even if you guys don't want to, like, do a big social media detox, basically, what she was telling me is she's like, I want you to do nothing, I want you to just. Lay on the couch. I don't want you to get out of your pajamas if you don't want to get out of your pajamas. I want you to just do whatever feels good and nourishing to you and just be in the receptive mode. She's like, being in your feminine, the feminine is the one that receives. The feminine is the one that births life, but first they have to receive what before they can get pregnant, right? And I was like, that's an interesting analogy.
1: <laughs> I, <never laughs> I like <not>. that. <laughs> it actually was
0: very, a little bit more, um, Harsh with some of the words that she used, but I was like, I've never heard it explained like that, but you're right. Like being in your feminine is receiving, right? So, and then you birth life, like you women have like this intense creative power because we literally create human life inside of us and birth it out. And so I just was willing to, she's like, sit with yourself, like, don't do anything. Don't, you know just be willing to sit there with your thoughts and it was so funny cuz on day 2 i was just sitting in my living room just like looking out at the lake and just in doing like the peacefulness and i was looking at the book on my coffee table and that's when i got the download for the book and i was like oh my god i was like seriously wanted to go grab like a notebook and paper and write it all out and i could have a hundred percent like outlined the entire book in that moment, but I knew Melissa would kill me. (laughs) I was not supposed to be doing that. I was supposed to be receiving, not making, (laughs) (laughs) not doing. (laughs) So, um, so I did a lot of nothing, but like nothing was really more of like getting into a state of being and feeling gratitude and And doing an interesting thought inventory, I found myself letting my thoughts float around. And then I was asking myself, why am I thinking these thoughts? I don't think we ask ourselves that enough. Why Mm -hmm. am I thinking these thoughts? Because our thoughts are cycle on a cycle. So 95 to 98% of our thoughts are the same thoughts that we thought yesterday, which is why we tend to have the same habits and create the same life, even if you don't want to anymore, because you're thinking a lot of the same thoughts, especially by the age of Joe Dispenza says, by the age of 35, I think it's like 95% of your thoughts and your behaviors are basically on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And so, in order to change your life, you literally have to become a new person, he says. So, noticing sitting there for hours and just noticing what thoughts were on cycle in my head, I was like, "Hmm, why am I thinking all of a sudden about having a fight with my husband? My husband's like, laying there sick on the couch, sleeping, minding his own business. And it was like, weird. I'm like telling this story of conflict in my head, of conflict that's not here. Do I still need that? Nope. Disregard. And like, it was so funny and interesting how I could get into this emotion of like, well, what if he says this? What if he has this expectation of me? And like, then I can't meet that. And I was creating conflict that did not even exist, which was creating a feeling an emotion inside of my body. And I was like, oh, I'm addicted to this emotion. I have an addicted behavior to the emotion of conflict. Not all the time, but just like sometimes if there's nothing going on, it's like, let's create something, right? So the thought inventory was really powerful. And then I did some really next level meditations. I did one of, um, on YouTube, if you search. Joe Dispenza guided meditation. I love his where he's kind of teaching you to notice the thoughts that you want to break and like kind of teaching you to visualize like creating this new reality. It has to be created in your head first. And then it has to be charged with an emotion before it can actually create and start like attracting like um, vibrational frequencies to you to start creating this new life. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of like, imagining and like deep states of gratitude, meditating on like feeling wholeness because the more whole you feel, the less lack you can. And so really feeling into like wholeness and gratitude and appreciation um, and, and trying to sit in that frequency for as long as I could and like testing myself to see how long I could hold that frequency before a thought would come in to try to break it, to try to bring me back to, a lower frequency thought, a bad feeling. And it was so fucking interesting to see how our body becomes addicted to certain low vibrational feelings that you have to be so consciously aware of, or it's just going to continue to create frustration in your life. And then it's like, it's almost like you're a victim of like, why do I have to keep going through this? Cause you haven't addressed like what's going on. You're just like letting shit happen on autopilot and I know better, but it's still like you can just let stuff slip by if you don't give yourself the space to recognize that it's even happening because it feels so natural to feel like shit sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's so interesting because like, this is literally for those of you guys who listen to the podcast that I talked about, um, my mastermind, the Heal Method, like this is literally the work that I'm doing with the girls. Like right now, we just started week one on Monday, and this is like what they're having to do is taking like inventory of thought patterns mm-hmm. and becoming more consciously clicked into the thoughts that they're having. And at first, like I remember when I very first had to do that, and I became a little bit more hyper aware. It just like stirred things up inside of me, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Like, why am I?" Th- thinking all of these thoughts and it can cause a little bit of stress and anxiety for some people when you start realizing all of the thoughts, but it's, it's like realizing that if you had somebody walking around you all day long, saying the thoughts out loud, like that you're hearing in your head, sometimes totally unknowingly. But if you had somebody just walking around saying all these thoughts, like it would stress you out. It would put you into emotional states that of course you're going to feel overwhelmed or tired or crabby or, however you are at the end of the day. And it's because your subconscious brain is doing that on autopilot all day long. You're just not really aware that it's doing it. And this is why most people do. They just are like, oh, I'm just in a bad mood and I don't even know why, or I always feel this way and I don't even know why, or I just feel so overwhelmed or so lost or all these things. It's just like, because your thoughts have just been going rampant on all of these things that we're just not really quite aware of. And I also have to say like when you were saying this about this whole like doing nothing and I I want people to really understand that that it's sometimes in the doing nothing that you do literally the most work. Yeah. The surrender people are always like oh if I surrender that means I'm not working and I'm like dude I have worked more when I'm surrendering because to be in that state and to really commit to that even for like 48 hours to just be Allow yourself to just completely release and completely let go and just really just go with the flow and be really in that feminine energy. Like that can be work.
0: It, it is work. <laughs> and it's actually like sometimes the hardest and most impactful work. And it creates the biggest like tidal waves for change in our life if we're willing to do that work, if we're willing to release control and notice like what. Is creating a vibrational discord from the new life that we would like to have, and I, yeah, it was like really interesting to see where there was vibrational discord of like I didn't have the energetic space, so I knew that I needed to hire, which is always a little scary, you know, as an entrepreneur to bring new people in because it's like okay, now I have to commit to like paying this person every month, and you. I take that very seriously when I bring people on, like, I want people to depend, to be able to depend on this at some point, you know? So having to acknowledge that fear, where's that coming from? Is that true? Can, like, is the universe limited? Is God going to pull the rug out from underneath me? And like that then be, you know, something that would cause problems for somebody else. Sorry, I'm throwing my AirPods. And yeah, it just was very, very eye-opening to notice so many of the things that were going through my mind that I would literally become addicted to that I didn't know. And I know like there's so many people who struggle with anxiety and depression. It's an addicted emotion that is on repeat. You can break it. And that's hard to hear because I even know people who have like, lost family members to depression who've later committed suicide. And it's, it's hard to hear because therapists for so long weren't taught actually how to create the change at a vibrational level. So if you're going to therapy, it's like, I'm doing all the right things. So I'm just broken. I, just have, um, I have a chemical imbalance. So my body's broken well, the mind actually controls the body, but we have to learn how to control the mind.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we're just not taught that. We're not taught that emotional intelligence as children. And I do believe like that's part of my purpose is to create this conversation, to break that, to have the weird kids that like the cool weird kids, like I love how weird my kids are that are like, <laughs> yeah, let's go to therapy together. And <laughs> And sound pumped about it, (laughs) you know, like I think that this conversation has to be had. And like, I want to put the power back in people's hands that you can shift this. It is going to be, it's going to have to take work. It's hard to change, but it can, change can happen fast. It can change. Change can happen as fast as you will shift the frequency. And that's not always easy I don't want to like put this like fluff out there that it can be easy because cutting through the addicted thought behavior and cycle can be challenging, but you know that you can, you know that you can like, and you know that you are a powerful fucking creator. And if you believe in any sort of God God has that power. And I definitely will surrender to letting God do that change with inside of myself when necessary. And then when God leads me to an inspired action, I will take the action. I will do the hard work. I will cry the tears if I need to cry the tears. I will do the womb healing if I need to do the womb healing. I will disconnect from social media and release control if I need to disconnect and release control. And I'm just ready to show up and do the works. I don't want him to do this in the next life. <laughs> That's like really what it's all about. I'm like, let me heal this now. I do not want to face this in my next life.
1: This is, this is so good. Cause I feel like I've been having this conversation with some girls that I've been working with right now that they're having this anxiety around bringing awareness to thought patterns. Cause they feel like if they bring the awareness to the thought patterns then that means that they're going to backtrack that they're all of a sudden going to start validating the thought pattern. Like they don't want to think about the negative things that they're thinking. But clearly, I mean, in order for us to heal the wound or figure out where things are still stemming from, we have to address them. We can't just be like, oh, I'm I'm not going to see the thought pattern for what it is. You know what I mean? It's like you allowed yourself to go there and to be aware of it so that you can be like, oh, well, that's an interesting thought pattern I'm having right there. I'm obviously addicted to a state of conflict. And so my body is trying to go there. So now that you've identified it, it's not that you're giving it power and saying like, oh, this is a true thought. It's just recognizing it so that you can do more healing work around it.
0: Right. And Joe Dispenza would say like, a lot of those things like are coming from something that happened very early on in our past. And so he's saying like, if those thoughts are still controlling you, basically you haven't changed since whenever that happened. Let's say it was eight years old. I had some like trauma happen when I was eight. So that's the first number that comes into my life or into my mind. But like, if I was still... Operating with this subconscious fear over that, and I didn't face it and I didn't heal it if I didn't allow myself to sit with my eight year old self and, like, and to create comfort and safety, it doesn't validate anyone or anything. It's me just going back to myself and validating I'm safe now and i can release this and i can get into a new vibrational frequency now i can choose that through thought and i can charge it with emotion and i can choose to feel safe and i've been doing a lot of work around feeling safe and i do feel like i it's it's will and has already like created so much in my life like i said i don't think i don't even think people realize how good they can feel I don't think people know the true state of like joy and ecstasy that they possibly could feel on a daily basis because we're so used to just this repetitive thought thought and like expectation of like life has to be hard and it has to be a struggle. And we actually can feel really exceptional every single day. But yeah, you have to be willing to look at some stuff and let it go.
1: Yeah, and I think this is an important message even for people that have they've maybe been in this space for a while that they don't want to maybe dive. They look at it like it's going backwards. They're like, but I've already gotten to certain spaces and I feel like I'm trying to be more positive or I'm trying to talk more positive or believe more positive or feel more positive. And it's like, it's not saying that you're gonna revert back, but in order for you to move forward, there's times where we have to kind of go that next level deeper and address like what is really maybe fueling things on a deeper level that we're, we just haven't been able to really process yet.
0: Give me a specific example, not her specific example, but just give me like, I'm having trouble following you on this
1: so I guess I see so for instance like I was talking to to somebody I'm working with right now and they were feeling like if they because I was having them do an exercise of just having some awareness around thought patterns Mm -hmm. and she was feeling very resistant to writing down anything that was a negative thought pattern because she immediately was like well no I don't I know that that's not true and if I write it down, then I'm validating it. And then I'm okay. going to start manifesting oh, that. Oh, she's afraid she's going to like instantly manifest like a genie. Yeah. Like she's going to backtrack all the work she had done up to this point. And I think that the, that some people you do, you start getting into to understanding like, oh, okay, I got to speak more positive to feel more positive to kind of start moving forward but even like me and Andrea, we've done a lot of work up until this point. I'm not saying that we're in any way ahead of anybody or better than anybody. But there's points where still you see like Andrea's talking about underlying fears that she didn't even realize were there or thought patterns that she had no idea that were there, but they were fueling some, some feelings coming up in, in her or it wasn't allowing for certain things to open up to receive deeper downloads coming in.
0: Okay. That makes sense. So here's what I would say to that first. Like you can think about something without it manifesting. It's when you charge it with an emotion that all of a sudden you start creating like a point of attraction. If you're, if you, you know, think about like a shark attack and think like, wow, that would suck. Like, okay, that doesn't mean you're going to manifest a shark attack tomorrow. I live in Florida. So this is like, could be real life for somebody. But let's say I was out swimming in the ocean every day, but every single day I'm swimming in fear. I'm literally feeling fear. I'm probably going to attract a shark attack, right? Like cuz it's the it's the thought that sw- that sends out like the subatomic particle and it's the emotion that collapses the subatomic particle into matter and starts attracting like vibrational frequencies if that makes sense. So like the thought is the first step. The emotional charge is the next step, which creates this magnetic situation happening, basically. You just noticing it doesn't mean you're going to manifest it. It's when you sit there and you focus on it and you feel it. And you can feel something without even realizing it because I realized I was addicted to that emotion. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't take inventory of that and notice you're doing it, you're not going to be able to change your life. She would not be in your course if she was not trying to change her life. (laughs) Something's not perfect or she would not have paid you the money to be in your course. So,
1: well, and I even look at it this way that the thought thought patterns and my, and what I've seen working with people, it's like an indicator. Yeah. It's kind of like a little red flag that there's something underneath of a layer of an emotion that is being fueled in the body. And there's these little tiny red flags that are going up. And I feel like those are your, sometimes these thought patterns that you're just not really always 100% aware of. Mm -hmm. But then when you bring in a little bit of awareness and you're just kind of like, well, that's interesting that I would say that to myself. Why would I be saying that to myself? And right when you just start to get a little more curious into like, but why does this pattern keep coming up? And this is like looking at, you know, like what Andrea was saying, that there's certain thought patterns that you have that cycle all day, every day. And you could do this, like literally set reminders for yourself to go off like three times a day and just do like a mental check-in of what thoughts you've been having. And you're going to start seeing sometimes a pattern over the course of several days. Like, wow, I really say the same thing. Even though I don't really believe that, I know that that's not true, but why do I keep having that thought popping up? And then that's where you can kind of go a little bit, deeper in it and start figuring out what's really triggering it. Are there certain situations that are going on? What is the emotions that are going on in my body when I'm thinking this thought? Like what's going on around me? What's going on inside of me? What are other situations where I've felt this way or heard this said to me? Like it just opens up that door to kind of start going a little bit deeper into things because... People are, they're having all these thoughts all the time and they're just not recognizing that it is fueling other things. Mm -hmm. We just got to get to the deeper layer of the other things.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she's just misunderstanding like how manifestation works. She's thinking like, if I think this, because we've said this before, you guys, you can you can affirmation yourself all you want to but like if it's not charged you can say i'm rich i'm rich i'm rich i'm rich but you feel fear over finances mm-hmm. you don't like to look into your bank account because you're afraid of what you're going to see your the emotion that you're charging is fear around finances which means that money's like you're creating distance between yourself and you know financial abundance so You have to have like the emotional charge. Those are two really crucial pieces that go hand in hand. I can sit here and think, I have a million dollars in my bank account. I have my million dollars in my bank account. But if I don't feel like it's there, that's not going to happen.
1: The best way I had this broken down to me one time that I absolutely love is if you think of it like, the, if you go into a restaurant and you want to like order, so you want to go have like a really high-end burger and you want to go to this like beautiful restaurant and order your burger, the, how is it? The waiter. Oh yeah. The waiter is basically like your thoughts and the chef in the back is the, with all of the ingredients that he has to work with, that's your emotions. So your thought is okay, I'm ordering this burger. I want it to be like the best burger I've ever had in my life. And then it goes back, the order goes back to the chef and he's working with all the emotions that he has. Now, if your emotions are low-end crap freaking ingredients and that's all he has to work with, the burger is not going to match The order that you've placed. And this is where people receive their order and go, What the fuck? This is not what I ordered. It's not what I asked for. (laughs) It's not what I asked for. I said this burger on the menu, and now I got this bullshit that looks like it came from like Jack in the Box or something or whatever, (laughs) right? This is not the high quality I asked for. But it's like if the chef only has the emotions and the ingredients that he has, there's not a whole lot he can do. He can make a fucking amazing burger. He's very skilled and talented. All of you guys are very skilled, talented, passionate, amazing human beings that can create anything that is in your soul's desire. Anything that comes into your soul, you can create. But it's just giving the chef the emotions and the charge and the frequencies and those things so that he can actually match the order that you're actually telling the waiter that you're wanting. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good analogy.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I know when I heard that, I was like, that's good. And I'm hungry.
0: I was just going to say, like, why do you have to say that when I'm like, mm, now I want a burger. <laughs> and then I thought, like, I would even actually do a 99 cent chicken sandwich from Jack. <laughs>
1: well, hey, it's, it's whatever I'm you proud. order. If that's what you're wanting and that's your high end experience. I mean, it, it is what it is, but it's like chef can only do like, my cells would
0: throw that up, to be honest with you. Like the vibrational <laughs> frequency that my body holds would be like, this isn't now. <laughs>
1: It'd be like exactly. a physical purging of like what I was having in the meditation where I was like, totally. oh, my body's like, no. <laughs> totally. Oh, uh, you guys.
0: Um, I hope that you gain something from, you know, this experience that I went through. And like I can promise you that when it comes to this healing shit, you know, Blair and I will go first and we'll tell you guys like what worked for us, what didn't. Um, But really like just do the work, show up for yourself. Okay. So here, this is my personal belief and you can decide whether you adopt this belief or not, but I do believe in multiple lives. And I believe that we come into this body at whatever vibrational frequency that we can hold based off of like how much growth that we've already had as a soul. And when we exit this body, like whatever we've learned and whatever, um, whatever vibrational frequency we leave out, we get to come into the next body with, which I like, this is like a video game to me. I'm like, we get to like go up in levels and like, I'm like, I really want to finish at a high level. (laughs) you're like I want my name to be number one in that slot yes like I'm just thinking like there's my competitiveness I want to like I want to beat King Koopa and like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like I don't I don't want to die and have to like start all over with some of this shit so I'm like I'm like here to learn what I came to learn I'm gonna like leave this body and like not. Have to, I don't want to, have to deal with this again. So like, whether you believe that or not, let's just pretend that's true because let's just get over some of this shit. Like, let's get yeah. over why we're here. Let's like make some really good use of being in this body. Is it weird that I keep thinking like the more that I feel like I'm getting in touch with my soul self, the more this body feels weird to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I was like born. And t- I'm looking around, I'm like, this is a human life. And like, that's all, you know, from the time you're little. And then the more that like, I get in touch with my soul self, the more I'm like, this is a weird thing that we're in. Like who
1: came up with no, this body? <laughs> I get what you're saying. Totally. <laughs> I'm like,
0: why do we have to go through such low frequencies on this fucking planet? I'm like, come on guys, let's get over this too.
1: I feel like that's maybe why I'm like loving hot yoga right now. There's just something about it. That's just bringing in like my soul and my body and everything. And it's just, it's becoming this very, like, I don't know, like church-like experience or something. I am in there and it is just like, you're super into it. I'm so into it. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Like like get me there every fucking
0: day. (laughs) That's like Blair's porn voice coming out. You know, she's like fully committed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So committed.
0: I can't wait to feel you. (laughs) Oh
1: God, here it comes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember that from like our episode of us coming back from working with the scientists for the frequencies, and Blair telling the the older like seven year old oh. scientist that she couldn't wait to feel him <laughs> <laughs> If you missed that episode, it is a good one. I will go look up and see what episode that was. I think it was That's
1: like, also yeah. the episode that Andrea talks about the orgasm that she started to have on an airplane. that was a really orgasm. good episode.
0: Yes, I've apparently been getting in touch with my kundalini, which I did not know what that was for a really long
1: time. I really feel like you need to go do hot yoga. With everything you've been doing right now, I really feel like getting in there is going to shift some more. And I swear, if you don't even t- say yes to it, I feel like I could backdoor this and go to Melissa and be like, I have a good homework exercise. <laughs> you Melissa's going like
0: to Melissa's gonna backdoor assignment you and be like, um, you still need to like hook up with so-and-so for your <laughs> oh, that's vibrational true. healing. So that's <sighs> going to be a double-edged sword for you. It is going to be a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we said this, now we're both fucked. Episode 14, you guys. If you missed that episode, it is so fucking funny. Okay. Anyways, I feel like we've taken enough of your time. You guys, thanks for hanging and going through this therapy sash that (laughs) I've used this episode for. And let me know if you guys do it. Like unplug for a day. Now, Melissa challenged me to unplug for two because I can unplug for one, but I really, I can't remember the last time I've fully unplugged for two days. And I don't really feel like that I need to that often because I am a manifesting generator and I realized at the end of the second day, I'm like, I need to work out. I need to move my body. I can't lay around the house that often because I actually don't sleep well. Like I have all this energy stored inside of my body that has to go somewhere. I'm not built to just lay around. But So I recognize that. But at the same time, I do realize like I need to unplug from other people's demands of me so I can hear my soul self. Clear and also feel my emotions at like a deeper more enriching level and do more thought inventories that was really powerful and I do want to do that more I'm ready to heal some shit I'm bulldozing through this you guys I'm gonna be at level like 462 before I die <laughs> in this body I hope you're in like I hope you're at level Five thousand. I don't know where you're going with this life, but like Or
1: you can be like Blair in her projector energy self and instead of bulldozing her way, she's just going to float her way. Okay, blah blah blah. Whatever. we're such polar opposites. Let's just say, I mean, it looks completely different than what Andrea does, but I can still get to that same level. I think that's, what's important is that you just need to tap in energetically of what feels right for you and what feels right for me to get to that same level. It just does. It looks so completely different than how Andrea is going to do it, but best motherfucking believe I'm going to be right up there with her in some high motherfucking level.
0: How we approach it will be different, but you're right. Like it's okay. And like, honestly, okay. I'm glad you brought this up. So one last little thing. I almost start to I started to feel this like guilt, this unnecessary low frequency emotion around like, I should be like relaxing more. And I know better. I don't really do shoulds. And I actually catch myself very quickly. And I did. And I was like, no, I don't actually feel bad that like my feminine way of approaching life is different. It does look like I like do cartwheels everywhere. I have a lot of energy. It's psycho. Like (laughs) I'm not going to apologize for it. I have to expel that energy somewhere. And so I do it through creating and I love to create. And sometimes I love to work a 14 hour day. It feels fucking good. I'm not going to say sorry for that. Because some people are in more of like what their version of what feminine should look or feel like. My feminine flow sometimes looks different. And sometimes it does look like, you know, laying by the water and like relaxing and whatever. And I know, I can tell the difference between a fear-based moment and an aligned moment. I'm self-aware enough at this point to realize that. But I did give myself credit for that at the end of, I am self-aware. And I do know what a feminine flow feels like for me. And I just needed to create more like space here and there and whatever we already covered, but.
1: Yeah, no, it's perfect. I'm glad that we highlighted that because I do think that that's with Instagram and the social medias and all the things. It's, it's easy to compare ourselves in many ways in our journeys, whether it's business, spiritual growth, whatever it is, it's finding what feels right for you in an aligned state. And it's not coming from a, I should do it this way because so-and-so or society says, or this, that, and the other. It's like, no, if it feels right for you, that is your flow.
0: All you need to learn in this life, I truly believe, is how to tap into your own intuition. Yes. If you know what is correct for you, it doesn't matter what anybody else says that should look or feel like you already know. Self-awareness is like, I wish that's all we taught children. Yes. Yeah, great. It's awesome that you learn algebra, but like I haven't used algebra since I left high school. And I really could have used some emotional awareness and some intuition classes at a very young age. So let's do better for our children. So I know we talked about this on the episode with Melissa. We're actually creating a class called Parenting in 528 Hertz, which is the frequency of love. And that's going to be launching in mid April. So if you guys are interested, Ooh,
1: in that, stay tuned. That's so exciting. Cause yeah. that's the first time you've even given like dates. I've been waiting. Cause yeah. I'm like, I cannot wait to start connecting all my people into this because I tell everybody about it.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We just decided on the date this afternoon. So we're going to launch that in mid April. Oh my God. It's so going to be so good. You guys like it's, we, we have to do better by our kids and we're we're we do the best with what we know and i constantly affirm that for myself and for other people i didn't know what i know now 10 years ago people who are not behaving in like the way that i you know approach the world they don't know any better they don't understand frequency because they've never heard of it and that's okay. People are still on their own path and I need to honor them and I need to love them where they're at and they need to honor. I hope they'll honor me and I hope they'll love me where I'm at, but that's on them if they do. But anyways, love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with the yes. Spiritually Intimate Conversations crew. And P.S., we just wrote rewrote our mission statement, which I just felt like I really wanted to share with you guys. So Yes. Um, we are trying to think like we've, we've evolved so much as far as like how we want to show up in the world and what we want to create. And we had just, I wrote this down as I was journaling what last week. And I just wrote down simply, we create high vibrational products for women to help you create a life that feels good on purpose because women that feel good, do good. And I was like, that's it. Does it have to be even more complicated? I just want to fucking help people feel good. That's why we're here. I want to help you feel good. Why? Because people that feel good do good, specifically women. So that's why we're here. We love you guys. We want to help you feel better and better. Blair's going to continue to entertain you guys with her sexy porn voice on almost every episode. It's going to be so good. (laughs) Come hang out with us on Instagram, at spiritually intimate and also on Facebook in our group, Spiritually spiritually intimate and sacred conversations, sacred with a K. And we will hang with you guys on the next episode. Thanks for hanging.